Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody, let's get started. Um, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. I want to thank you guys for all of your happy birthday wishes from last night. They actually meant a lot to me, uh, and I'm really glad that you guys watched the episode. It was really great having Kristen in the studio. As you could tell, I was really happy, and hopefully we can do that more often. I know she really loved being here, especially because the lighting was so great, and she looked so beautiful. And, you know, I just, I'm just so much happier when she's actually next to me. But anyway, we're in quarantine, so this is how it's got to be for a while. But in any event, I want to talk to you guys tonight before we get into the prayer about how to read the Bible, especially for a new believer or somebody who you're trying to get to convert to being a new believer. Okay, maybe you're a new believer yourself, or maybe you're kind of wondering what this is about, or maybe you are already a believer and you're just trying to convert other people or, or just explain the Bible to them and get them started in it. I think the worst thing that you could do is just hand someone a Bible and tell them to read it because they're not going to know where to start and they're not going to know how to do it. So here's my advice as far as that goes. First of all, don't just start in Genesis and read right through. The Old Testament stuff, that's more advanced stuff. In the very early parts of your relationship, what you want to be focusing on is building a relationship with Christ, okay? It's harder to do in the Old Testament because the Old Testament's the opposite. It's actually not about having a relationship with God at all. It's about having kind of a more impersonal God who demands sacrifices and following very arcane laws and things like that. The New Testament is about Jesus Christ. So you want to start anyone with the New Testament. And of the New Testament books, I think the most important are the Gospels, which are the first four, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And of those the most important one is probably John. John was actually, of those four, the only one who was actually a witness. Other people are writing off of uh, contemporaneous accounts, but John was actually one of Christ's disciples. And in John, you really kind of get a comprehensive view of what Christianity is all about. That's where you get John 3.16, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever shall believe upon him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Also, John chapter 6 is really big. So I would start with the book of John. Now, there are other books in the Bible called 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. Those are just letters. They come later. That's not what I'm talking about, just the book of John. And from there, I would start, once John is done, read the, the other three Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Matthew is really great. It's got the Sermon, of the Sermon on the Mount, but they're all really great. But I would start with John and then go through Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And then from there, just through the rest of the New Testament. You know, Romans, Acts, uh, Paul's various letters. That's really where I get started, okay? Before I really went into the Old Testament at all, it, you know, the Old Testament, again, it's more advanced stuff, and it's it's not so much about building a relationship. There are some interesting stories in there, don't get me wrong, but for a new person, you just you really want to be building your foundation up with Christ, okay? Now, that's number one. Number two, what version of the Bible should you be reading? The King James Version is very, very difficult even for someone like me to read. The the English that they were using in the 1600s is just 
not very comparable to the English we use now. And even the New King James Version is not really that new, okay? At a minimum, I would be using the NIV version, all right? Um, there's also something called the Amplified Version, which is pretty useful. But what a lot of newer people might like is uh, something called the Message Bible. And what they did was they took the whole New Testament and they just kind of wrote it out almost like uh, you would just read a regular book. Okay, it's really very common language. It's not so much done by verses. It's just a very common flowing narrative. It makes it very, very easy to read. And it, it's faithful to the New Testament. So you don't really have to worry about, at least for, for new people, uh, strict textual analysis. So the Message Bible actually makes a really great gift for new believers. And uh, I would start with something like that. In addition, there are lots of great apps that you could be using right now. I like the Through the Word app. What's great about the Through the Word app is if you just have like 10 minutes a day to do devotionals, these guys will do it for you. And what you'll find is they're divided into different topics. So if you have like financial needs, you want to do uh, devotions on that. Or maybe you, you have a problem with anxiety and you want to do devotions on strength or you want to do devotions on on building your relationship or on love or on faith or anything. They have all of these different study plans and you just do 10 minutes a day for however many days and it walks you through the Bible and someone else is not just reading the Bible to you, okay, but they're just giving you a 10 minute message on it, why this why this section or that section is important, all right? So that's called the Through the Word app and we don't get any money from those guys, so it's nothing like that. And these are free, by the way. There's also the Bible app. It's just called the Bible app. I think it's actually made by a company called YouVersion. And what's great about that is it has a bunch of different versions of the Bible on it, but it also has a bunch of user devotionals. And you could you know, do anything. Um, you could just do a five-day devotional on, on praise, and they'll just have these short devotionals every day. This is great for just bite-sized stuff and just developing a routine. You have to kind of get into the habit of doing this every day or maybe, you know, on a lunch break or something like that. Or when you have five minutes at the end of the day, that's really what you got to be focusing on, building that routine constantly. And then there are a lot of great videos on uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime that go into, you know, various books of the Bible. They have videos made of, you know, the book of Matthew, Mark and Luke and things like that. The uh, uh, There's also a company called VidAngel, V-I-D-A-N-G-E-L, which just came out with a movie called Chosen, which is about Jesus's life. And it really just it turns it into a, a compelling film and kind of shows all the disciples and really, you know, the human aspect of it. OK, that it doesn't show Jesus as something um, ethereal and removed from the rest of us. It shows him as a man. I, I'm not saying it takes away from his divinity, but it shows him kind of down to earth and dealing with us on a human level. So that, that movie is called The Chosen. It's an app you can download onto your phone or iPad, and it's totally free. So, you know, these are great ministry tools and just great ways to continue learning. Okay, the Bible says, study to show yourself approved. Go read Psalms 1-1. It's my favorite verse, in the, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. And it says that, you know, the, they who love the Lord will study, study him day and night. And that's the key to prosperity. I mean, the verse is much longer than that. You can read it, but it's it's a great introduction. So like I said, you know, get the Bible app, get the Through the Word app, go watch Chosen from VidAngel, uh, go watch uh, Passion of the Christ if you really want to see what Jesus' sacrifice is about, all right? So short story, long story short, if you're, if you're just starting out or you're trying to help someone just start out in their, you know, Bible reading, Again, start with the New Testament, start with the Gospels, start with the book of John, then read the rest of the Gospels. 
and really get into the apps. Okay, maybe you, like I said, get the message uh, as opposed to reading, trying to read the the King James version. Get something like the NIV version. Get the Amplified version, or or just go get the message book. I actually have a series of CDs. I would just listen to them at night. Okay, and you just listen to a few chapters at a time. It's great. And then lastly, in addition to watching Jordan and Kristen pray for you and listening to our podcast on iTunes, I listen to a bunch of guys on iTunes. Joel Osteen has his own Sirius XM channel. Okay, that's 24-7. You can tune into that. I love it. Uh, he also has his his um, his messages go up on iTunes. Uh, Joyce Myers is on iTunes. She's great. Charles Stanley, Derek Prince. These are all great people. And so every night, I just turn on my iPad or my iPhone and I put on some of their messages and I just go to sleep to it. And so the idea is it's just something that's just constant. All right. It's, you know, every morning I wake up and Kristen and I pray. We do our devotionals. Okay. Every night we go to bed uh, or I go to bed listening to, to different messages. And especially for people who are complaining, we get these a lot that they either can't sleep or they have really terrible dreams. I find that's a really good way to help that if you're going to bed and you're thinking about the word of God, it, it really helps to drive away bad dreams. And, and if not that, again, lastly, I'd add this. There's no substitute for praise music. Put on praise music when you're going to bed at night. Put it on in the car, whatever. I mean, we have so much dead time where we're just filling it with nonsense. Okay, just find a few minutes here and there. It's going to make a huge difference. All right. So that's my message for you guys tonight. Again, we've emphasized that there's no substitute for reading the Bible, but not everyone knows how to read the Bible. So that's really the key there. Start with the easy stuff. Start with the basics. Start with the book of John. Work your way outwards. Save the Old Testament for later. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm saying it's not as foundational as the New Testament. Okay. And then just find things. There's so many things available to you today. Find things electronically that will just keep you immersed in the Word, whether it's the Bible app, the Through the Word app, you know, VidAngel, like I said, Chosen, or the various things on iTunes and Spotify that you have access to. All right. That's my message for you guys tonight. Thanks for listening. Go ahead. That's that's really a, a good point. And you said you touched on something about about that, about constantly being in the word. And, you know, the Bible says to meditate on the word of God. So whether you're, you know, even if you've read the Bible before to read it again, you're always picking up something new. I find that every time I read different verses that I've known for a long time or different Bible stories, it's something new that I'm learning. And it's important when you read the scripture to read it and think about what you're reading because how many of us that we have, depending on how short your attention span is, you start reading and then you're like, oh my gosh, what did I read? So it's good to chunk it down and and really when you read it, think about how it applies to right. you and what God is saying to you. And I would add one more thing that I, and maybe I can make a sermon on this too, but I have always had difficulty maintaining concentration in prayer for too long. And you mentioned breaking it down and keeping it simple and, and stuff like that. W what I have found works for me is in the morning after I do my devotionals, which I'm doing, by the way, while I'm on my elliptical, so I'm exercising at the same time, is I will actually write a text message to God, which sounds weird, but I just, I don't actually send it anywhere, but you just get up like, you know, Microsoft Word or your notepad or something. I just say, you know, good morning, God, and here's what's on my mind or whatever. I find that if I'm writing something, it helps me focus and just keep my concentration. And it only might take me a minute or two, but I'd rather have two minutes of being intensely focused on God mm -hmm. than just kind of being scatterbrained, you know, yeah. and I really, it, it makes it easier to start my day. So anyway, yeah. that's just my thoughts for tonight on that topic. That's a way of keeping a faith journal too. When you're writing, you're writing your prayers. So that's a really right. good practical thing.
All right. Speaking so- of the Bible and being in the Word, um, today I just – it was not by accident, I believe, that God led me to this verse that really – I'm sure I heard it before, but it really was compelling to me, and I really think that it's a good basis for our prayer tonight. And it's in 2 Corinthians 3.18, and it says, And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image without ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. And um, so God, I think that's such a powerful verse. Such a powerful verse. I We talked about so many times about your glory, how I can't even look on your face because you were so powerful, God. But there's also around this world, there's a veil over people's eyes to not see you as you really are, to not be able to accept you and embrace you in faith. So I pray just as you tore the, the veil in the temple all across this world, whatever the veil is that's keeping non-believers in that, that state of hopelessness, where they won't, where they choose not to accept Christ, people of different faiths. God, that you would use certain things to break that veil. Bring them back to a place. Bring them to something, God. Bring them to whatever it takes, a desperate need, a, a miracle, God. You're a miracle working God. And the things that you did in the Bible are going on today. There are people all over this world who are coming to know you in amazing ways through dreams, through different things, God. So you are doing it, Lord, but we ask you to just do it on a bigger scale. God, we ask for non-believers for that veil to be taken from their eyes so that they can, their eyes would be open and they would recognize you. And then for those of us who are believers, I believe that there's a different kind of veil. There's a veil that's keeping us from our full potential in you, God a veil that's keeping us from that transformation. And I believe that that transformation is going to lead to transportation. Transportation in a spiritual place. May not even be a physical place, but a spiritual place, God. I love the fact that we have free will. God, you want that for us, but it's ours. Ours is the choice that we have to make, Lord. It's, It's for us to make that choice. For us to make the choice to say, God, I choose to break this veil, whatever it is, if it's hopelessness, if it's some generational thing, if it's depression, if it's anxiety, if it's, if it's perceived sickness or, or, a, or a quote unquote real problem or real sickness or, or whatever it may be, Lord, God, insecurity, vanity, pride, um, greed, lust, whatever it is, God, we ask you. We, we say to you, God, if there's anything that's blocking us from seeing you as you truly are, because when we see you, God, we can't even look upon your face in the, your glory, Lord. Something, anything that's blocking us from, from entering into you, the realm of the deeper spiritual realm of you, God, I ask and I, I command those things to be broken and we, we say, Lord, show us what those things are and break those veils. You're the only one who can do it, God. And transform us into your image, God. 
We want that. We want to live life, lives of joy and peace and hope and fulfillment, God, in you. Break the veil, Lord. Lord, you, you died on a cross so that we wouldn't have to be far from you. You don't want us to be, as I spoke about last night, not even arm's distance away. God, you want, you want to hold us so close to your heart. So anything that's keeping us from being so close to your heart, God, just tear that up. If there's a sin, maybe something we don't even know is a sin. Maybe the enemy has us so tricked that we think it's not. Maybe we think something's no big deal. Maybe we think that an attitude is no big deal. Maybe we think that a anything, Lord. Lord, show us. Show us. Help us to be introspective. To see what needs to change, God. And help us to take the step. And we, we know that when we draw near to you, you'll draw near to us. God, really, you know, that, that verse when it says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you, but you've really already taken all the first steps. You've really wanted us. You're, you're just standing there with open arms towards us, God. So I just pray that we would be transformed and transported into the greater glory you have for us, God. The power and the spirit of Jesus just overwhelm us, that we would we would become more like you, that your beauty would rest on us and, and we would take on you and anything that's not of you, Lord, that we would cast it far, far into the sea, Lord, and just take on your glory, just to experience you, God. There's so much more. There's more doors. There's more levels. There's more. We don't want to miss anything, God. We want you, God. It's all for you. It's all about you, Lord. May it never be about us. May it never be about what we can gain. May it never be about, may our minds never be so busy that it's, that it's all about us, God. We worship you. We don't worship ourselves. We worship you, God. We worship you, Lord, in spirit and truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, another powerful prayer from Kristen. Before we get to our individual prayers, which we're going to do in about two seconds, I want to start with a praise report. Now, I actually don't know this person's name because this person sent us this praise report in like, their name is, is like Chinese letters or Korean letters or something. So I don't actually know what this person's name is, but they wrote, I am so blessed because I reached my 27th birthday when I had a stroke at the age of 26. Amen. That's a, a great report and we're happy to hear it. And some might say, well, you know, if God was really protecting you, why did you have a stroke at all? Listen, I don't understand why things happen all the time. I don't try to understand it. But, you know, this is per a person who has a grateful heart and God is yes. going to continue to reward that person. Just like we talked about the importance of gratitude last night. I mean, so many of us have so many things going for us and we're not grateful. And this person has a stroke and they're showing gratitude. And that's just mm. I'm, I'm really happy for that person. And in Jesus name, even though they didn't ask for prayer. First of all, I pray that your strokes are over. I pray a long life on this person, and I pray that yes. God will bless you abundantly in Jesus' name. Now, yeah. we're going to get to our individual prayers. Kristen, I think you want to start with someone who you knew. Yes, yes. Um, I, I just want to pray for Darley and her husband. They asked for prayers. They're actually going to be missionaries in India, and um, they have a young, young baby. So we just, you know, everything is new, so we just pray for... Um, Darlie and her husband to have the resources they need and um, the protection and um, as they go into into some spiritually dark places right and um, 
God, that you would just protect them and the, their entire family, Lord, and um, give them everything they need, the, the finances, the resources, God, um, to help to help uh, people in that are just really just grasping for your truth, Lord. Help them to be those vehicles. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I just, before I continue, I just want to say a special shout out to my friend Fernando Fernandez, who watches us a lot. And he had this really beautiful message here. He says, God bless you guys. I'm Catholic and I love your messages. You know what? We are non-denominational here and we're happy to have uh, our Catholic friends like Fernando and uh, pretty much anyone from any, anyone from any denomination or atheist or anything like that. We're here to pray for everybody. And so we're certainly very happy to have you here uh, tonight, yes. Fernando. That's All a right. cool name, Fernando Fernandez. Like, well, he's a good guy. I'll introduce you yeah. sometime. There you go. All right. Uh, Nancy says, I'm Nancy from Pakistan. I'm a nurse and I want to work abroad. Please pray God will help me. Well, you know, Nancy, what I, whenever someone is in one geographic location and they want to go somewhere else, my prayer for you is you accomplish what you need to accomplish where you are first and then God will move you. So Father God, help Nancy accomplish whatever it is you need her to accomplish now in Pakistan. Help her be a light there because that's a really dark place. And if you've put it on her heart to go somewhere else to work abroad, then in Jesus' name, we, we pray that you close the doors that no one else can close. You open the doors that no one else can open and you make it obvious for her which doors she's supposed to walk through. You remove any obstacles in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Milson, Kristen, take this one. Milson says, pray for me. I'm finding it difficult to quit drinking alcohol. Milson? Okay. Milson, yeah. Lord, we know that your stronghold breaks all strongholds and that, and you have the last word. And if this person is coming to you, Lord, they're, they're asking you for, for you to just take over their heart, their mind, their body, their will. We talked about free will, free choice. God, that you would break the chain. If this is a generational thing or what, whatever it may be, Lord, that you would fill the void. If there's a void, there's a reason why he's turning to alcohol, Lord, that you would fill that void. And I pray that he wouldn't even, that he would just like, the, the very taste of alcohol would just really be such a, a, a thing that is just so disgusting to him that he wouldn't even mm. have any need or want for, and that he would be able to help other people in the same situation. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, actually, the Bible says, be drunk not on wine, but on the Holy Spirit. And so what's really saying is the Holy Spirit exists as a substitute for that. So my prayer, and just not to no, please know, take over for you, Kristen, but just my please. prayer for him is that you kind of said this. You know, Milson, invite the Holy Spirit into your life to fill that void up in Jesus' That's name. right. That's right. All right. Felix says, I'm Felix from Kenya. I'm married, requesting prayer. I'm facing financial constraints. My wife's about to give birth. He asked for protection, financial breakthrough, good health, and, and good reunion. Well, first of all, we're going to pray that your child is born totally healthy, uh, without complication, that your wife is going to have a, a, an easy birth. Okay. We pray that you dedicate this child to the service of the Lord. We pray for protection over your whole family. We pray that God blesses you abundantly. And we pray that, that you prepare yourself to be an abundant blessing to other people in your community who, who ask you for money. Okay. We pray good health on your whole family. 
and that you're just for you just wrote reunion. I just pray, God, that whatever needs to be reunited is reunited in Felix's life. In Jesus name. Amen. amen. All right. Kristen Jones says, please pray for my backside and the side of my stomach is very painful. I have hyper acidity. Thank you. Good. Dear Lord, it sounds like a lot's going on in Joan's body that just needs to line up with the will of God. And um, I just pray against any any stronghold that is on her, any sickness, God, that that at the enemy, I just speak and I rebuke all of that. And I say to the enemy, get your hands off of this person and all the parts of her body and, and let, let them function properly and um May she give you all the honor and the praise. And we talked about the praise report, and that relates to this too. God, we don't know why certain things happen or certain sicknesses. And then, um, but you know, I think of blind Bar- Bartimaeus who uh, you, you healed, Lord, and you said this happened so that this would be show, display God's glory and miracle working power in his life. And so we pray that's the same for Joan. In Jesus' name, amen. Good work. All right. Dahlia says, please pray for our family to have a happy family no health or financial problems and for my daughter to become good to us as her parents, to have fear of God, to become a good Christian, to be a loving daughter to her parents. God bless you both. All right. So Dahlia, you can tell this to your daughter and I hope she hears it in the old Testament. Of course, I just gave a whole sermon about how you should read the old Testament later, but In the Old Testament, we have the Ten Commandments, and one of the Ten Commandments is honor your father and mother. And it's the only one of the Ten Commandments that comes with a promise. It says, honor your father and mother, and things will go well for you. It's the only one that does that, okay? And so my prayer tonight, Dahlia, is that your daughter has this impressed upon her, that if she honors her father and mother, that things will go well for her. Bible says, raise a child up in the ways of the Lord, and she will not depart from it, all right? My prayer, God, is that you just undo and you come against anything the enemy is trying to do to this poor girl. I pray good health on Dahlia and her whole family. I pray that there's no financial problems there. I, pr- I pray that they are blessed abundantly. And I pray they all become good Christians. And Dahlia, I think you should just dedicate your daughter's life uh, to service of the Lord. By the way, it doesn't mean they have to be missionaries. Christian and I are, Kristen and I are servants of the Lord, too. And you know we bo- both have jobs that, you know, I'm a lawyer and and Kristen is an actress and a model and, and you know, she's a great entrepreneur herself. You know, just because you're being dedicated to the Lord, it's not like Samuel has to live in a temple his whole life. It's not what I mean. Um, but certainly all of us are called, I think, to serve God. And so I pray that that happens for your daughter as well in Jesus name. All right. Hannah, Kristen says, my husband has left us for another. Can you please pray for him to come back for our daughter's sake? Please pray in Jesus' name. Well, Hannah, I know that God is close to the brokenhearted. And um, I can't imagine the pain that you're going through, but I I believe that God is going to give you beauty for your ashes. And whatever happens in this situation, just know that God has your best interest at heart and that God is your husband and God is the father for your child. And God is going to step into those roles. He's not, not stepping in. He already is those roles. And he's providing for you. And your future is secure. And the future that you have in him is a beautiful, bright future. So I just pray 
that you would just feel God bind up all your wounds and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Kristen, can you do me a favor also and pray that this husband of hers just feels not condemnation, which is going to keep him away, but just feels conviction, okay? And that Hannah here, sometimes the barrier to these sorts of things is, and I'm not blaming Hannah, I don't know her, but sometimes she has to forgive ahead of time to get the to get the forgiveness part out of the way to open the door while at the same time God just places conviction in him so can you just pray for both of those things please yeah yeah absolutely I mean things like this are you know sometimes more complicated than, than others and so mm-hmm. we pray no matter what happens it, you know obviously God gives us free will and we do pray that your husband comes back and has that conviction. But I pray that it will go well with you no matter what happens, that God will put in you that spirit of forgiveness. You got to forgive any either way. Um, but we do pray. We do pray so that that is in your heart for this for this man. I don't know the situation, so I, 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 I don't know what's happening there. But we do pray that he would, um, would come for his own sake, come to the Lord and, and, and realize the preciousness of having a family and having yeah. you and your daughter and um, that there would be restoration there. And it would be a beautiful, a beautiful right. story about, um, you know, there's, it's nothing is too far gone for Jesus to fix. Yeah. So just hold on to him and hold and just dig in deeper. Just, just be okay with crying before the Lord and letting him comfort you and letting him give you wisdom and guide your way in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah, he might seem far away now, but God's arm is not too short to reach anybody. That's right. All right. Tammy says, please pray for my daughter, Tiffany, for protection for her and my grandbabies. God bless you. Well, Father God, we pray for uh, Tiffany and we pray for Tiffany's daughters and, and all of Tammy's granddaughters here. We pray protection on them. We pray that they are lights in their schools that, you know, in, in America, if you are a Christian and you're going to school, you're going to come under persecution unfortunately, but you know, we pray they turn the tables on that, that they are, even if they look one of two things, either that they're popular and people look up to them, but even if they're not, that they have the courage of their convictions to be the only person who stands. I know I kind of had that situation in my school and Kristen had it in hers. And you know what? Being popular isn't the most important thing. Uh, so, you know, more than that, it builds up character. And I just pray that they have that character and that they stand up for righteousness and what is right. Because, you know, the, it's funny, I mentioned this to Kristen, actually, I was kind of alluding to this, how a lot of people who I used to go to school with, who weren't anything yeah. like this, now watch our show, you know, and you think, yeah. well, I can't believe that person. Why would that person watch? Well, they do. And so, you know, the stuff we used to go through has has prepared us for this place. So I pray that's happening with Tiffany and her daughter. But in, in any event, I pray for their total protection and provision and for their good health. In Jesus name. Amen. All right, so this goes through some of the people who are just texting us in now. Kristen Estuera Noline says, please pray for my spiritual restoration. All right, Estuera. We pray that God would just restore everything that was stolen from you. That's what I'm, I'm thinking of, the, the years the locusts have eaten. Not just in, you know, physically, maybe things have been taken from you, but I feel since you say spiritual restoration, I feel like it's more of a spiritual thing that you feel that you've done something that has, has not, um, has 
not been enough, that you're not enough. But let me tell you that God is enough and he can make up for lost time and Mm. he can accelerate your dreams. So God is giving you restoration. His, I want you to picture right now. I feel like you're seeing God is, is, is maybe closed off to you, but his hands are open to you. So he, he wants me to tell you that. And he wants you to know that that his hands are open to you and he wants to pull you close in Jesus name. Amen. I'm going to kind of piggyback. I just saw that Estuera, Estuera sent a second message. I'm going to tie this into the next person here saying, um, please also pray for my nephew who's a cancer patient with leukemia for his quick healing. For those people who don't know, leukemia is actually cancer of the blood. And we also have a prayer request from Nelson Santos Franco says, I'm, I'm suffering from high blood pressure and cholesterol issues. Thanks in advance. Two blood related prayers here. What I'm going to tell both of you guys to do is take communion, okay? Estuaria, maybe even have your, your nephew take communion because when you take communion, you drink the blood of Christ and do this every day and, because I'm praying in Jesus' name that your blood situation, Nelson, and Estuaria's nephew is resolved by replacing your blood with the blood of Christ, the perfect healing blood that not only takes away all sins, but in which there can be no sickness. That we know Jesus is the name above all names, including the, the name of leukemia, of high blood pressure, of cholesterol, all these various issues. We pray for the doctors to give you guys wisdom and to give you good guidance. We pray for medicines that you're taking to work. And we pray for God to give you guys supernatural healing and deliverance. And for people to see the miracles that are performed in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, who else we have here? Kristen Myrna Caraldi Janito says, good morning. I love that you know, we're doing this. It's eight o'clock at night where we are and people send, send us things from the other side of the globe where it's the morning. That's, I really love that. So Myrna says, good morning. Please help me pray for my healing and my niece, Camila Brinio. Thank you so much. God bless you all. All right, Myrna. We pray for you and your niece, Lord. Lord, we just intercede on behalf of these two lovely women. And we just ask that your healing would be physical, spiritual, emotional, all of it, God, like a mighty rushing wind, Lord, that you would just, your spirit would fall on them, God, that they would feel your healing, God, from the tips of their fingers down to their toes, God, they would feel your healing right now, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Eunice Manjai has sent us two Please pray for my son, Joy, to pass his high school exam. And also, please pray for my son, Ammon. So, Eunice, in Jesus' name, we're praying for your son to pass his high school exam. And whatever, uh, I don't know if you actually have a new son named Ammon or you're trying to say amen. But however many children you have, we're praying for them. We're praying they do well throughout school and they get into good colleges, if that's what is lined up for them, or and, and have great careers, that they have good health. And I'm just feeling like you guys should go read Psalms 1-1. I, I mentioned it earlier in the day. Go read Psalms 1-1 again. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the place of sinners, or sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But their delight is on the law of the Lord, and on it they meditate day and night. And they shall be like a tree that's planted by the good waters that bringeth forth good fruit, and everything they do will prosper. I hate when people say that prosperity gospel is nonsense, because prosperity is all over the Bible. Yeah. You can't read two pages without seeing it. And it says it right there in Psalms 1-1. 
everything they do will prosper. That's That's my prayer for your sons tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. A lot of these people just saying blessings, blessings, beautiful couple. I'm glad I'm beautiful too for once. Thank you. (laughs) Not just Kristen. Good. All right, Kristen. K K Mendelez says, kindly pray for my family's salvation and protection. Yeah, okay. We pray. That's interesting that I said tonight about the veil. We pray that the veil would be torn for those in your family who have yet to come to Christ, who may be skeptical for whatever reason and whatever experience, but God would, would use that seed and germinate that seed inside them. And that, that something that only the Holy Spirit can do would compel them to take a closer look, to be, to realize, to, to stop thinking just through their head, but lead with their heart and bring him to bring them to Christ. So we pray for that and we pray for the protection on you and your entire family. Um, God is your protector. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Vet, Vets Kanawali says, amen, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. Love and then says, please pray for healing over my life and family. So Vets, oh, I, we yes, I recognize this person. We prayed for him before and he's the one that has a Psalm 91 verse. Yes. Which is the one that says, because he, because we love God, he will rescue us. I think it's a yeah. Psalm of, of David, is it not? Well, Vets, we pray for your, your healing over your life and your family's life. We pray for any blockages to be removed. Vets, I'm telling you, if you heard my message this morning, or this morning, if you heard my message at the beginning of this, and if not, you can watch it again, get into the Bible every single day, start going into one of those devotional apps I mentioned, like the Bible app or through the word. Go to one of the ones that are on healing and just plow through it every day. Just confess it. Start receiving it. In Jesus' name, Father God, your word says that that Jesus on the cross bore our sicknesses and our infirmities. We pray that over vets here, who's a good man of faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. He also says, please pray the Lord gives me a new heart. There's a great verse on that, vets. Go pray this one. It says, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. So I add that to our prayer for you tonight. That's right. All right, Kristen, someone named Semi who's asked for prayer a bunch of times says, please pray for me. He's the one who's looking for, I believe, a financial settlement. So could you pray for him? Yes, yes. Semi, God recognizes your heart that you ask, seek, and knock. And we've all had those prayers. We just got to keep praying and praying. So, so proud of you for doing that. So ask seek and knock. And God is going to open those doors in Jesus name. Just break through those walls, Lord, and give him the financial breakthrough and breakthrough in every area that he needs. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Before we continue, I just want to say a special hello to my friend, David Joslin, who's joining us from Aberdeen, Maryland tonight. Now he's actually from New Jersey, but he drives trucks and that's where his truck is taking him tonight. So I just want to say a special thanks to a good friend of ours, David there. Hi, David. All right. Uh, Jane Nana says, please pray for my healing. I've been sick for a long time now. Again, my, it's the same prayer for you, Jane. It, in Jesus' name, we pray for total healing for you. We pray that uh, whatever it is you're going through, nothing is too big for God. My recommendation to you, Jane, is that, again, you should take the communion, like I said, You know, Derek Prince actually said something one time when he needed healing that he knew that, you know, the word of God is medicine. 
and you take your medicine three times a day with food. So he would every day, he would just read the Bible three times a day with his meals. And so, Jane, maybe that's what you should do. All right. And like I said, start in the New Testament, start in the book of John. But And you'll see that we serve a miracle working God who not only can heal you, but wants to heal you and heal you. And I pray for it in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, Kristen, you're off microphone. So you're really going to have to speak up from where you are. OK. Yeah. Yep. All right. Jenny Robina. Shamlaw says, good night. Please pray for healing in my breast and for my brother who's sick with pneumonia in Jesus' name. So, Kristen, you really have to keep your voice up. I know that your battery died, but you just have to really kind of almost shout into the microphone there. Dear Lord, we just pray. And, you know, I don't think it's by accident that my battery almost died because sometimes we need to be still and silent. And sometimes we need to speak and speak with authority. So right now we speak with authority over this girl's and her uh, healing situation that she needs, Lord, for her and her brother. And we we just speak and we ask for the chains to just be broken of, of, of any sickness of any kind. We speak healing. We speak for their bodies to line up with the will of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Yeah, it really does have to be at that volume, unfortunately. Okay. All right, Vanji, we're going to do a few more of these. Um, Vanjie Rabine says, please pray for my husband, Peter Rabine, still in Hammersmith Hospital in the United Kingdom, still in the ICU for 32 days. Please pray. He's a victim of, I guess, COVID-19. Well, you know what, Vanjie? In Jesus' name, I pray that he has not been there for 32 days for God to let go of him. Mm. You know, in the Bible, it didn't take a lot of actions for Jesus to act on people's faith. God, we come under your authority now. I know that if you just speak the word, that you can heal this woman's husband, that you can perform a miracle. I'm thankful for the doctors. I'm thankful for the hospital. But God, you've brought him this far. Bring him back now to his, I guess, his wife, to Vanjie, who's very worried about him. And God, just clear out that hospital from people. Just put an end to this virus. Bring total healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. I want to thank also Kay Mandela's and Jenny for their nice thank you notes just now. We're going to pray for an end to coronavirus in general for Kat Dolet. In Jesus' name, we pray for that a lot. Yes. And Chris, I'm going to leave you. This is going to be the last one we're going to do for tonight, guys, because, you know, they keep coming in and, you know, we have to have some limit. Our friend Cheryl Mendoza writes to us every night to please pray for her healing and healing for her son, Dave Mendoza, Tim Kang. So Kristen, can you just give her a, a, a supernatural out of the park prayer here? Uh, yes. Well, Lord, we just pray for Cheryl and I just pray for the breakthrough that needs to take place. I just pray for this, this wall that, that seems to be there uh, for the, my, I remember her with the migraines and all that that's going on and the healing and her son. And I love your tenacity and your faith, Cheryl, that you keep praying and you keep pressing through that Lord, she, this woman is asking you and pleading you every night. So God, I just pray, we pray against, we, we just pray that wall down. We pray that healing in. We pray those generational curses lifted in Jesus name. And we pray that your your spirit and your truth, God, in Jesus' name, we pray an end to, to this. We say enough is enough. We, we, we 
come against the enemy and say that you have no territory here. You have no ground here in Cheryl's life or in her son or anyone else in her family. But God, that you have the final say and you have the healing. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I'm reminded when I see Cheryl now, I'm reminded of uh, the parable Jesus tells of the wicked judge in the New Testament where a woman wants justice and she keeps going to a judge and the judge keeps blowing her off. And eventually he says, fine, if you will make you go away, I'll give you what you want. And Jesus says, if even a wicked judge will, will give justice to someone just to make her go away, then how much more will God give someone justice and healing and all good things to someone who loves him for their persistence? So, Father God, we know Cheryl's been very persistent. She's been very patient. And we pray you bring an end to her suffering and that of her son. And you give her total healing in Jesus' name. And Father God, for all the other people we couldn't get to tonight, the people whose names are scrolling at the bottom of the screen, we pray for total healing for them. We pray that you you meet all their needs. We pray that they become a great blessing in their communities, that you perform miracles for them, and that they all become great great ministers and great missionaries and great leaders, and that many, many people are brought to Christ through them, and that they make the transition, the transition, Joel Osteen talks about this, from being patient, which is to say someone in need, to being a physician, to being a doctor, which is someone who helps those in need, okay? All of these people have needs now. God, we know that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord, for those who are called according to their purpose. So God, take them right now from being patients to being physicians. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, can you loudly close us out with the call to salvation, please? Absolutely. If you want to accept Jesus, this is your time. So please follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, let us know. Leave a comment or send us a message. Yeah, and if you, in case you couldn't tell, guys, what's happened on Kristen's end is uh, she was having a power issue over there with her camera and had to unplug her microphone. And she's basically using the speaker function, which is why the audio quality was somewhat diminished. But uh, we don't let that get in our way. And, you know, the enemy likes to, you know, he does enjoy his petty torments, but so what? We still persevere anyway. Hey, guys, listen, that's going to do it for us for tonight. I know it's one of the longer shows, but we try to get to as many prayer requests as we can because you guys are all important to us. So thanks for watching. Remember, please to like and share the videos. Okay, these things are free. We do these for free. We don't ask for money, but this is a very, very easy way for you guys to be missionaries just to share what we're talking about. And if you if you joined us late, you can watch this from the beginning and listen to the message tonight about how to read the Bible and some of the electronic applications that are available for you that should help you guys and help other people on their walk. Again, I'm not we're not just trying to pray for you. That's great. But we're trying to empower you to pray for others and lead other people to Christ. That's really the idea here. And tonight, tonight's message was about how to do that as far as, you know, uh, giving them the Bibles and teaching them how to read it, all right? So if you missed the beginning, please go back and watch the first seven or eight minutes, whatever it was. All right, guys, listen, thanks for joining us again tonight. It's been a real honor and a privilege being able to do this for you every night. We hope you're enjoying it. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow at 7.30. Until then, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody.
Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.